NDSU Athletics in the Twin Cities. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. Go Bison! With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A major theme park has reopened its doors in the Golden State. Disneyland has reopened after a 13-month shutdown because of concerns of COVID-19. The iconic theme park in Southern California had been closed under the state's strict virus rules for about 13 months, ever since they had to first uh, put those into effect last year. Strong earthquake has struck off the coast of northern Japan, shaking buildings in Tokyo. There was no risk of a tsunami. There are no immediate reports of injuries or damage. California is giving 76,000 inmates the opportunity to leave prison earlier than they're supposed to. They include violent and repeat felons. The move comes as the state limits to, uh, aims, I should say, to further trim the population of what was once the nation's largest state correctional system. More on these stories at SRNews.com. One of the things American Pressure offers is a complete pressure washer trailer. That means there's a water tank, hose reels, and everything else you need to do mobile cleaning where you've got the dirt. We've got them available for rent, lease, and purchase. And we'll customize a solution for you if we don't have it on our show floor. Stop in today to find out more. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Get that Rack Shack Attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack Attack. Oh, Rack Shack Barbecue. Make fresh daily cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs too. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack Attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Is it his time? Yes! Where's your hat? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best.
best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Good morning. Welcome, King Banyan Show. Happy May Day. There will be no parade in the streets of Moscow. At least I hope not. <laughs> you wonder, they, they probably have a nostalgia parade of some sort. Um, May Day, of course, having been uh, one of the important dates in the old uh, Soviet Union calendar. Uh, it might still be one. Not sure. Uh, anyway, uh, glad to be with you. We're live. GDP numbers were booming. The Federal Reserve was acting. Well, no, they were inactive. They were inactive this week. Not sending any signals of any kind to you. Um, it was, there's a great story I have. This is hilarious, the story of the the sandwich shop in New Jersey that might be a special purpose acquisition vehicle. Uh, <laughs> it's they sold fourteen thousand dollars worth of cheesesteaks last year, and their current market value is about is over a hundred million dollars. If you haven't heard this story, I'll tell it to you because it's it's simply too good to be true, and it may be a representation of why the masterly inactivity of the Fed maybe is unmasterly. Um, but first, and I'll do the GDP numbers. I'm going to do all your. All, I, I, we'll 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 dig into those in copious detail. Don't you worry, because if you know me, you know and there's nothing I like more than digging deep into GDP numbers. But yesterday, I go to the mailbox. And I get, I have a letter. And the letter is in an envelope from the IRS, marked from the IRS. Uh, and it appears to be, um, uh, it appears to be on uh, official paper, right? But at the top, and it's bilingual, in case, so mine is in Spanish as well as English. The White House, Washington, D.C., my fellow American, even though we're dressed to King and Barbara, that's my wife, uh, it is singular. My fellow American, singular. On March 11, 2021, I signed into law the American Rescue Plan, a law that will help, you va will help vaccinate America and deliver immediate economic relief to hundreds of millions of Americans, including you. Um... A key part of the American Rescue Plan is direct payments of $1,400 per person for most American households with a $600 direct payment from December. This brings the total relief payment up to $2,000. So wait a minute. Okay. When he says, I signed into law, we know who signed the letter, right? Who signed the letter? President Joseph R. Biden Jr. The $600 direct payment in December is not something you were around for, sir. You were not president then. You did not sign the $600. But 
adds that to the $2,000, fulfills a promise I made to you and will help get millions of Americans through this crisis. I am pleased to inform you that because of the American Rescue Plan, a direct payment of $2,800 was issued to you by direct deposit. If you haven't received your payment within seven days of receiving this letter, please check the status of the payment by visiting the IRS website. Okay. There may be other parts of the American Rescue Plan that will help you as well. Okay. It goes on. Um, that, that, what, skipping. When I took office, I promised the American people that help was on the way. The American Rescue Plan makes good on that promise. Okay. And I'm reading this and I'm laughing and Barbara's like, what's this? I hand it to her. She reads it. And she's like, well, they're just telling us we got our, that we got our money. We did get our money, right? I said, oh yeah. Yeah. I, I trust me. I look, I keep a pretty close eye on the bank account and I know when, when that money hit the, hit the, uh, the bank account because I am a direct deposit guy uh, for sure. So this reminded me of a letter. And if you follow us over at KBRS, uh, you will you will have seen I tweeted the letter to you so go to Twitter use the search tag pound KBRS and and Friday evening I posted a copy of the letter that I'm reading to you and I have sent with it a link to a story back in 1972 in the heat of the presidential campaign between Nixon and McGovern <coughs> the the uh, Congress passed and the president signed into law H.R. 1, which provided for the indexing of Social Security. The first indexation happened in October of that year. From a story in the New York Times at that, at that time, uh, dated October 15, 1972, under the orders and direction of the White House, Federal agencies have begun mailing millions of pamphlets to elderly citizens describing the Nixon administration's performance and initiatives in programs affecting them. The pamphlets were designed, quote, to fulfill the White House Conference on Aging's recommendations for more informational programs to educate the elderly and to the programs and facilities available to them, according to the presidential assistant who coordinated production and distribution of the pamphlets. Interesting, the General Accounting Office um, an arm of Congress has investigated possible impropriety in the production of the pamphlets. Um, so they, so their title, a report to older Americans. Uh, it outlines the, okay. So typical, this is the one from the housing agency. It outlines the housing plight of the elderly and assures its reader that quote, this knowledge underlies President Nixon's special concern. Okay. Uh, and, so, and so on and so forth. Okay. Uh, they were printed, printed at government expense. I'm fairly certain I did not see the not printed at government expense item on this, on the envelope. I might be wrong. I saved the envelope at the house. I didn't bring it with me and I should go back and double check. Um, but Senator Harrison Williams Jr., chairman of a Senate subcommittee on housing for the elderly and other Democratic critics said the intent of the pamphlets was to, quote, 
create a halo effect in which the Nixon administration gives the elderly the impression that it cares about their needs, while actually it is opposed measures to provide more benefits to them. You know who was in the Senate in 1972? Joe Biden. Now, I have been looking to see if he spoke about this at the time. He would have been a fairly new senator. I think, am I remembering right? He was first elected in 1970 to, to uh, be, the, at that point, junior senator from Delaware. But he certainly knows that there was quite the falderall over the Nixon letter. Joe Biden didn't even wait until... Uh, he wasn't going to wait till October of 2024 to tell you about some checks he sent you back in 2021. So he gets it out now. But this is now standard practice. Here's the funny part of this. Our daughter's permanent address, he, she's, a, she's a college student in graduate school. Our daughter's permanent address is our home. The same envelope came yesterday, not yesterday, Thursday for, for her. We thought it was official. We wondered, what did she do? Did she mess up or something? So we put it in her room and texted her to say, hey, you got something from the IRS you want us to open up for you. We didn't hear back from her, which, you know, sometimes she doesn't answer all the text messages we send. Kids these days, I tell you. Uh, and now... After I looked at this, it's like, ah, oh, it's that letter. Okay. So we texted again last night. Did you check to make sure you got your your check from the IRS? Oh, yeah, I got the money, right? She doesn't respond to us, but she checks to make sure she's got her cash. Okay, ripping that letter up. Anyway, this goes to show, for one thing, why... There have been so many increases in, in consumer spending over the last, over the last uh, uh, couple of months. After the bad weather in February, the March number was going to be higher anyway. But rocket fuel in the form of these $1,400 checks, which by my goodness, the government wants to make sure you know you got it. Um, that's all right there. And that is in part what drove the GDP report, we want to talk about personal consumption as well, and then the question of the day, and I hate to keep coming back to this because I'm telling you, at some point I'm going to lose listeners because they get sick of hearing me say it. At some point, inflation has to happen. Apparently it's not going to happen soon. The Federal Reserve is, you know, in the press conference on Wednesday, had some interesting things to say some new explanations for what types of inflation would happen and why they don't really have to respond to that. And I'm fascinated by the whole thing, and I hope you are too, because we've got, oh, about eight minutes of the 55-minute press conference to play for you from Jay Powell from Wednesday, some other commentary as well. But next, we're going to just dig deep into that GDP report and show you that it means there's a whole lot of spending going on, and there's probably a lot more spending on the way. But what's on the way right now are some messages. We'll be right back. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440.
Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream the Biz 1440. Top shelf choices include TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, our free app, and Radio.com. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash HR. That's bamboohr.com slash HR. Hi, this is Matt from the Kingdom Builders Roofing with a rhetorical reminder. Have you ever stopped to consider what good is a refuge if you cannot rest in the protection that it provides? The answer is, of course, it isn't. Our great God does not mean for us to doubt the security of his many provisions. Listen to Psalm 27.1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the refuge of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? The answer is, of course, no one. At the Kingdom Builders, we know how stressful it can be when your own earthly shelter is in need of repair and how difficult it can be to feel at peace with contractors you have never met before. For an honest assessment of your roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. Need special boots for a new job but don't know where to start? Step into Red Wing Shoes, where their friendly footwear experts can help you find the right style and size. Red Wing takes the time to learn about your job and measure your feet to get the perfect fit. Red Wing specializes in no-pressure one-on-one service. Stop into their stores in Circle Pines, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. Can't make it into the store? Ask your workplace about their shoe trucks where they bring the store to you. Red Wing Shoes. Work is our work. In an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com. It's a beautiful Welcome back. It's going to be one of those days. I always think about whether I want to eat outside. I love eating outside anyway. Even pre-pandemic I did. I like eating around, you know, not, I don't mind eating in a city. I don't mind having the traffic go by. But I like I like sitting outdoors where I can look at I can look at a river or a lake or something like that. Those are my favorite spots. Um, 
But sometimes the wind gets up, and they're talking about the wind gusting up to, at least up here in St. Cloud, gusting up to 25 to 30 miles an hour. And kind of hard to keep your food on the plate <laughs> when the wind's blowing that way. So maybe we're not doing that tonight. But maybe we'll see. Uh, we kind of hope it does. Look, GDP up 6.4% here. King Bing show the biz 1440, the GDP report. It was good. It was really, really good. Um, and I think that it is, uh, I, I think it's, uh, I, there just isn't much more to, much less or more here to be said than that. Uh, you, you can see at 6.4%. One of the numbers I always point out to people when they're when I'm trying to get people to understand how good the report was is to see the rate at which uh, final sales of domestic product are going. Right? What do I mean by that? Final sales of domestic product. Okay. It means I want to pull out the the shifts the shifts that are occurring because of changes in inventories. And the inventory changes were substantial this time. So final sales of domestic product were actually up 9.2% in the quarter. And Okay, so just to differentiate, this is a very simple thing that you can do. Um, it's, it, it's really not much more than a card trick. Um, I, I, when I tell people this, they're like, that seems pretty simplistic. I said, yeah, but it kind of tells you some of what's happening. So businesses can either produce something and sell it to you, or they can find it in the back room and sell it to you, particularly when you think about goods, right? And here's the big difference, right? Services typically don't have an inventory. Goods have an inventory. And, but it's, a, it's an important distinction to think about when are we buying things that off the shelf that we're going to have to replace Versus stuff we maybe put on the shelf planning to sell in the future. So there are inventory changes that are planned. There are inventory changes that are not planned. I'm going to contend that the reduction in inventories that happened in this report, which in fact subtracted 2.64% um, from the GDP total. That's what would have made GDP up like around... Um, 9% had that not happened. There's, there's why I think the number was lower. Because there were people saying, well, it's going to be 7%. Hey, it could be even 8%. And I even heard a 9 from somebody. I'm like, well, that would be, that'd be really remarkable. If the number of goods on the shelves of American companies had stayed constant, it would have been 9 that's really remarkable. And what this demonstrates for me is businesses are pushing hard. Businesses are pushing hard to keep up with demand for goods. So let me just scroll through this piece here. So each of these numbers I'm going to tell you is the number that was added to GDP to the 6.4 because of this. This is just the sales. And in durable goods, durable goods added 2.9% to the growth of GDP because durable goods sales were up almost, were up 41.4%. Goods sales were up 
overall 23.6%, but a lot of it was in durables. So motor vehicles and parts, the motor vehicle industry in and of itself added 1.2% to GDP of the 6.4. 1.2% of that gain was just because people were out buying motor vehicles or fixing up cars, so that includes the parts number. Three quarters of a percent came from furnishings and durable household equipment. 0.63% came out of recreational goods and, and RVs. So those three items, just by themselves, added more than 2.5% to the 6.4% of GDP. Nothing else had changed. Non-durables jumped, sure, of course, led by clothing, okay, because we're all having to go back to the office now. We need some clothes, okay? We need some clothes, and goodness gracious, maybe we even need some clothes because... Uh, it may need some clothes for form. So just like back in uh, in the third quarter of 2020, when we all some of us went back to the house for the first time, we had a big jump because of clothing manufacturing. But but this number was substantial. This number is a substantial add as well. And food and beverages purchased for off-premises consumption. Okay. Uh, meaning the grocery store, meaning takeout food, added three quarters of a percent to GDP. Here's what didn't go up. Okay, here's what didn't go up. Food services and accommodations went up, but it only added nine tenths of a percent. That number feels like it's going to grow a lot more than it had. Transportation services, fractional gain. Recreational services, fractional gain. Uh, and, and so and so forth. So, final consumption was not a very big factor in this. If I go and look at the gain that came out of investment, investment added 1.7 percent to GDP. Fixed investment added 1.7 percent. Gross investment includes the inventory numbers, and as I told you, that number was negative, and it overwhelms the amount of fixed investment that happened. But that fixed investment was largely in equipment, particularly in information processing equipment, which added almost two-thirds of a percent to the GDP uh, gain for this quarter. That's a substantial change in the, in the figure. So, so as pointed out on, uh, on uh, CNBC, um, uh, Constance Hunter, I'm sorry, no, this was on Bloomberg uh, Radio, uh, here, you would have heard it right here on the Biz 1440 uh, Thursday. Constance Hunter um, talking about talking about these changes and pointing out that really the big boost in first quarter GDP was from the goods sector. Go ahead and play uh, cut that cut, please. In the near term, 12-month measures of PCE inflation are expected to move above 2% as the very low readings from early in the pandemic fall out of the calculation and past increases in oil prices pass through to consumer energy prices. Beyond these effects, we are also likely to... Okay. Constant hunters, we cut 13, please. Um, uh, talking about, it's all about the goods. Yeah, and when I dig down into the details, right, it's, it's goods, goods, goods. That's what drove this first quarter. 
And if we look out for the rest of the year, we think we're going to see now the pendulum swing over to services, which, of course, have lagged since the pandemic started. And uh, when we get news like New York City's reopening in July, that just further confirms our perception that we're going to see a strong demand for services really driving growth for the rest of the year. So that rotation from goods to services is why some people are already putting up forecasts for quarter two that are going to be above, that are greater than the 6.4%. And to back to my point on inventories, if, if all these goods drove down inventory levels below what businesses intended, there's baked into the cake maybe another one and a one and a half percent growth of GDP just from a catch-up effect uh, to get those inventories built back to the levels they'd like them to be. Some of the some of those payments, some of those uh, uh, transfers, uh, again, didn't sign the letter until you know didn't sign the law till mid March, so it was late March and early April when you started to see those tax payments hit the books, some of those are going to come in in the second quarter, are going to come into the second quarter and third quarter as well. The Some of this surprised me insofar as I had thought, how much more goods can people buy? Because in 2020, when you got those payments, you were being told at the same time, but don't go to the restaurant but don't get on an airplane, but don't go to a hotel, but don't gather at a, at a, don't gather at a museum or at a rock concert or at a ball game. Don't do any of that. Okay. Now you can go see, if you, if you live in Texas, you can go see a baseball game and have everybody around you, um, everybody around you in a, in a relatively full stadium appears Ohio is now going to open up uh, for the Reds and the Indians to have uh, full attendance at their their games um, it's not going to be long indeed uh, I'm already shopping for plane tickets for August for for a wedding for for one of my nieces because um, because I'm pretty sure those tickets are not going to get cheaper over this summer. I think they're going to get more expensive. <gasps> Did you just say something might get more expensive? It's in, it might be inflation. Yeah, but that's and that's no longer a base effect in Fed speak. That's now being called a bottleneck. A bottleneck. We'll hear that word uh, coming up later in the show a lot. Uh, but uh, just just riffing quickly through these data a little bit more um, in terms of goods and services, uh, the trade numbers, net exports was down, uh, was down, uh, contributed a negative 0.87 to the to the gain there because we are importing a lot of goods still, though that number has come down a fair amount from before but some but there's lots i mean you still see those reports of lots of stuff stuck in the stuck in the ports trying to get ashore so i wonder what that number looks like in the second and third quarter our exports were down in the first quarter just a little bit and indeed uh, we'll have to we'll have to talk about this at the on the next uh, segment because uh, on the next segment because while our economy is growing europe is shrinking 
while we're growing, Europe is shrinking means that those trade numbers are going to continue to look negative for a while and will be a drag on the GDP numbers. We'll talk about that more right after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. When I got down to Chelsea, I had no expectations of Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. That's 800-824-3853. 800 800- 824-3853. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact INeedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. Uh, 
All right. I will say, although my voice can't do that, can't do that particular uh, range anymore. I have sung that song to Kuroki. Yeah, I'm not going to do it now. My voice, I can't reach those notes anymore. Um, it's kind of amazing, but I just lost the higher end of my, my, my vocal range about 10 years ago. And No, cigars have nothing to do with it. No, not at all. King Bangy Show, the Biz 1440. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, beautiful day today. Get outside. Go have some fun. Uh, it's going to be a great day. If you're listening to me in a garage, good for you. Give us a call. 651-289-4477. What are you doing in the garage today? What is up? If you're in the backyard, what is up? What are you working on? Are you getting your garden put in? That'd be great. Um, might be time. I mean, May 1 is usually a good time to sort of say, yeah, we think that last frost is done. Yeah, I know. We sometimes get snow in May. I laugh about it every time it happens. Back to the point I was talking about. But I was saying, get outside. There are a lot of people be traveling this summer. I mentioned I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to a niece's wedding in August. Um, I would like to travel before then. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to go. Um, I'm ready to go. Uh, and it is interesting to me. <clears throat> wonderful piece in the New York Times last night. Uh, this article, but let me get a stroke by the name Peter Goodman. Um, the uh, contrasting Europe and the U.S., and it's very interesting to me because this article is in essence trying to make the case that the reason why the U.S. has done better in its economic recovery than Europe has been less fiscal stimulus in Europe and the vaccinations. Well... Um, there's going to be a lot of economics papers written, I think, over the next 10 years. There's going to be a cottage industry of papers to say whether or not it was vaccine or, or tax checks, like the one I read you at the top of the show, um, that caused U.S. to grow faster. Um, to a question that I know uh, Vern McKinley, we've had on the show, and, and one-time co-author of mine, so uh, erstwhile co-author of mine, now co-authors with better people like James Freeman from the Wall Street Journal. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Vern's been asking, when is, the, when is the National Bureau for Economic Research going to declare the end of the recession? Well, one thing they might look for even though employment is nowhere near back to its pre previous peak and hard to call because of the changes in labor force participation. And we'll get another look at that next Saturday. So as you get ready, am I remembering right, Brian, is next weekend the fish opener? I Yeah, I think so. so. I think it's fish opener. It's Mother's Day weekend, so don't forget Mom. Uh, and... Uh, also, it's commencement for St. Cloud State, so I got all this all this happening at the same time. Uh, we'll have job Saturday. We'll be here live for job Saturday. Wouldn't miss it for all the all all the tea in China. Um, and we'll we'll get another we'll have another thought about whether or not it's time to declare the recession is officially over and where they might put that date. 
But as noted by numerous writers after this number came out, GDP now in the U.S. is within 1% of the level it was at the end of 2019, 0.9%. While in the Eurozone economies, it's still 5.5% below the peak. Right? Europe has fallen faster. It fell much more. And its bounce was almost the same back in Q3. It was at 4.2% of the peak in quarter three, and we were at 3.4. We were a little faster, but we didn't drop nearly as, as far. We only dropped 10% off the peak in quarter two, whereas they dropped closer to 15. So they had a longer way to come back, but they have not gained as much. And the last two steps, the last two steps of GDP have been negative. So as, um, as Goodman notes, um, on Friday, the official estimate for first quarter GDP on a quarterly basis, excuse me, on a quarterly basis was negative six tenths of percent, whereas positive on a quarterly basis, US GDP rose 1.6%. Gains over one or declines more than one are usually considered pretty pretty big changes because that's more than 4% on a seasonally adjusted annualized basis. So there's a case being made that this is largely because of public expenditures. I will note, I will note for you that government consumption and investment was up 0.93, added 0.93 to GDP in the first quarter largely out of um, out of consumption expenditures. I'm actually giving a talk to a small group of, of uh, local people uh, Monday night who've asked me about the, some of the Biden spending plans. Um, and no, I thought about trying to play some of the Biden speech from Wednesday and it's like, I'm not gonna be able to maintain my calm. I, I pride myself on presenting a, a show that is uh, calm and measured. I'm not sure I could listen to much of that and have stayed in my calm and measured way. Um, there were parts of that speech that frankly just infuriated me. So uh, I've decided I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ditch that that I, I actually pulled a couple pieces of recording, but I never even sent them to Brian to do because it's like, no, nah, I don't want to play that. It's just gonna it's just gonna tick me off. So but there is a fair amount of consumption expenditures by government being made right now. Uh, and just like there were in the second quarter last year, there's a whole lot of spending that's happening right now. Um, very little of it is in the area of public investment. There's been precious little public investment um, in, this, in this period. Uh, it hasn't been for years um and if you follow the biden spending plan my my point would be that's not going to change nevertheless i think there's going to be a lot of argument about whether or not the you know what happens next and here's here's a couple of predictions one i expect there to be tons of people from the united states who take vacations in places that are open to them Europe, quite interestingly, is now saying, if you show up 
in one of our airports from the United States and you've got your vaccination card with you, I assume you have to bring your card, or you have to show a negative test within the last 12 hours, you're good to go. They're going to let you in. Now, they're not doing us any favors. They're doing that because they need the money. They want they want tourism and, ho and are hoping that tourism is going to help bounce, push, pull things around. Now, as I look around the, the data from Europe right now, um, I, I'm, I'm, as, I, as I look through that, I'm not seeing a whole lot of stuff uh, out there. Um, uh, out there, but I will tell you the six tenths quarter to quarter fall in, in GDP in quarter one, that was forecasted to be be much worse than that. Um, France actually gained, Germany fell by 1.7%. So I fully expect that the Germans are going to be like, yes, come on, we, we're ready for tourism. We want that. Um, and there's been an increase in economic sentiment there. I do think uh, I do think you're going to see see pretty soon uh, the UK will be admitting folks uh, regularly. We'll, we'll, you know that 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 will happen. But you still will also see there's lots of uh, there's lots of data out there that uh, that that would indicate to me that. Uh, uh, um, that they've got some issues. Um, G, uh, unemployment in uh, Germany in April was up 9,000 workers. Their fluctuations are nothing like ours. Our fluctuations are orders of magnitude higher than them. A 9,000 person increase in unemployment in Germany is a headline. And so that's, that's, kind, that's a pretty big deal. The unemployment rate is at 6% but largely because Germany subsidizes wages. So in order to keep workers in place, Germany gives money to firms to subsidize keeping workers on their payroll. Doesn't want them to leave right now. It's kind of some of what we did last year. It's not you may go, oh, Germans, uh, uh, that's so socialist. We kind of did some of that last year too, right? Yeah, technically we called them unemployed, but we just said they were they were laid off, and businesses and workers sort of wink, wink, nod, nod. Why don't you go on unemployment for four weeks? When four weeks are up, give me a call. You can come back. And a lot of those places are actually honoring honoring that stuff. But business confidence is kind of down in Europe, so I do think that, that the Europeans are going to have themselves some issues uh, on a go forward day, uh, going forward. But the GDP numbers were rock solid. Forecasts that I posted yesterday from 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 Morgan State, uh, uh, excuse me, from uh, Merrill Lynch and Goldman and and other places indicate that the expectations are a better number in quarter two than in quarter one. Don't be surprised if it turns out this number gets revised in an upward direction because i'm questioning that's a big hit to inventories and i wonder if that number will hold up because the inventory number on the initial print is a pretty much a scientific wild guess i left a word out we'll be back after this you're listening to the king bagging show on the biz 1440.
The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. Now that spring is here, your windshield may be exposed to a few more uh, hazards. So trust your repairs to Advantage Auto Glass. Hi, John Wichko here, owner of Advantage Auto Glass. I'd like to invite you to finally get that chipped or cracked windshield fixed right the first time. You root for your home team, so why not trust your windshield to your hometown repair shop, Advantage Auto Glass. So give us a call today at 952-423-6396 and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Or if you call your agent or your claims line first, make sure you tell them you want to work with Advantage Auto Glass and no one else. Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396. And don't forget, you can schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. With the extreme weather changes in Minnesota, it can be very unpleasant when the windows in your house begin to fail. But what's even more unpleasant is the three long-winded, high-pressure sales calls you need to sit through to get multiple bids. They tell you their window is the best and all the rest are no good, and hey, I'll throw in a free window if we can write this up tonight. I'm Ryan from My Three Quotes. What if I told you you could get competitive bids from three high-rated local contractors on any window brand after only one short meeting with me? The process is simple. I'll stop by to measure the windows and we'll talk options. Whether it's vinyl, wood, composite, or fiberglass, we'll come up with a job scope that fits your house and your style. And you'll receive the quotes within a week. If you've already had some window bids and were floored by the price, call me. As you'll see from my reviews, my quotes can come in thousands less than others for the exact same window. If you decide to move forward, I'll come back to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, the service is free. So hop online and visit My 3 Quotes to set up an appointment. That's the number three, My 3 Quotes. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Business 1440 and iHeartRadio, they go together like pennies and pinching. Listen anytime, anywhere at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to the Biz 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. All right, Brian, I need to know. Did John send you all these? Uh, no, he did not. Good, good. In that case, high, high praise. I just got to say, a long time ago, we were uh, posting the, the, we were posting all the music uh, from the bumpers to, um, to Spotify. Do you, have you been doing that? Well, I've been uh, using multiple playlist systems, so um, 
I'm just oh, kind right. of going off the feel of the show. So, yeah. Cool. Well, it's good stuff. Really good stuff. Thank you. 651-289-4477. The King Daniel Show on the Biz 1440. Thank you so much for listening today. Wow. I've been in this office when it's 65 degrees in here. And, in, in, and less because they're blowing the air full blast. The air conditioning is not on right now. The sun is beating against the windows that face to the east. It is 81 in my office right now. Holy cow. Um, I'm going to be all warmed up for golf this afternoon before I even get out the door. Uh, 651-289-4477. Look, there was all kinds of good data this week. But to me, as important as that, was the fact that yeah, personal income was up, and we knew personal income would be up, right? Personal income reported up uh, uh, by 21.1% in March because of the trillions of dollars being gushed out of Washington in those, in those, te- those payments that we just referenced. Disposable personal income, therefore, up $4.18 trillion. Personal consumption expenditures up $616 billion, or maybe better to say $0.6 trillion to put them on the same playing field, up 4.2%. So a huge amount of money gets jammed into to bank accounts, not all of which got spent in March. Indeed, they only spent about 15% of it in March looking at those, looking at those data. Um, so as we roll on, you can see that you, as you roll through this, you can see that those numbers are, um, rising at, um, at lower rates. Those numbers are rising. What's happening therefore is of course, personal savings. The the savings rate has popped back up to 27.6%. This is what it did after the last two stimulus checks it rises they don't spend the money right away but that money's going to trickle into the quarter two numbers almost for sure um one element of concern of course the 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 uh gdp the the personal consumption expenditures deflator price index which tells you gdp the headline number 2.3 percent which is of course above two but they always say they're looking at the core number less food and energy that number at 1.8 percent there are numerous other indicators of inflation that are running well above that particular that particular uh, ele- element, uh, uh, that two percent level. Uh, home price index up twelve percent year over year, according to Core Logic. Um, Phoenix at the fastest rates. Uh, Chicago and Vegas at the at the lowest rates. PCE, okay, core PCE for month 0.4, okay, headline inflation, uh, uh, had the core, this core month over month increase of 0.4 is the highest since October 2009. I'm putting that number in front of you because of course, of course, we're going to be talking about that in the next hour as we reflect on, on the Federal Reserve's uh, uh, information that and meeting that it gave us back in um, back in uh, um, 
back in, in on Wednesday of this past week. Let me go and so the consumer so the full GDP the GDP price deflator was up four point one percent. The PCE deflator from that level that measure for the quarter as a whole an annual rate was three point five percent. And if I go down to a core if I go down to uh, the deflator excluding food and energy, that number at two point three percent market-based PCE at 3.9%. So this these data indicate that there was at least something to talk about. These data were all released after the Federal Reserve met and gave their statements and had had uh, Chair Powell go to the podium uh, on uh, Wednesday. These data came out on Thursday and then on Friday for PCE, there's a lot of other data out there as well to look at. But I would say it certainly couldn't have come to them as a surprise that inflation was going to be a topic. And he did his best. He did his best to sort of say, everything's cool. Everything's calm. Unlike in my 81 degree office right now. We'll be right back after this. The King Banging Show on The Biz 1440. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. That's 800-860-4614. Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. I've been thinking lately about the biblical principle of headship. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 3 says, But I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ, the head of a wife is her husband, and the head of Christ is God. One way to think about headship or authority is like an umbrella. If you're under a good authority figure, it's like standing under an umbrella during the rain. 
It's your job to stand under the umbrella, and it's the umbrella's job to protect you from the rain. Biblical authority is like a good umbrella. It won't leak or move, and it provides shelter. Our job as believers is to submit to biblical authority figures God has placed in our life, as long as it doesn't go against God's Word. Here at the Kingdom Builders, we don't sell umbrellas, but we do install shingle roofs. If you have a roofing need or want to talk about God's Word, please give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.com.